This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet that dares to talk about things like sci-fi, fantasy, movies, television, Game of Thrones, Star Wars, um, you know, what else? Doctor Who, Interview with the Vampire now. I am Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net, here with Mia Johnson of DorksOutOfTheForce.com. And Mia, how are you feeling on this Wednesday? I'm doing quite good. <laughs> we were having a discussion earlier about how to spell, like, seconds ago about how to spell Wednesday, so, you know, we did. Wednesday. In there. As professional writers, uh, we now know how to spell Wednesday without yeah. error, but back in the day, I'm sure it was like, there's not a D in that thing. Wednesday. You're lying to Mrs. Mrs. Krabappel. Oh, he's like, don't call out, you know, like your second grade teacher. I couldn't think of her, her name. I do not have a good memory for childhood. I don't remember my teacher's names. I don't remember. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, my. Well. Anyway, thanks for coming up, everybody. Yeah, th- that's fun. Um, hello, Matt. Hello, Stephanie. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Julie. As Matt says, he's just watching the Game of Thrones from the start again. Ninth time. So three Whoa. Oh, that's a good one, Matt. That is one where Daenerys sacks Astapor. That was a solid episode. That I remember. Great. As awesome. Lisa says, Britannia, Britannia, awesome. I thought we would start today. We just had some brand new news, some Game of Thrones news come in under the wire. Didn't have it on the outline, but it's juicy. So, okay. Game of Thrones star, Jacob Anderson. You know him as Grey Worm from episode 304. Matt? Wow. Th- yeah. That's his introduction. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but it, almost. It's, it's, it's one of his new ones. No, it's, he, he's not introduced yet. He's in 305. I know this really well. Wow. I do not remember my second teacher's name, though. <laughs> That's okay. We have our priorities. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, Jacob Anderson, who plays Graham on Game of Thrones, just got announced as the lead in AMC's Interview with the Vampire series. He is playing yeah. Louis, who was played by Brad Pitt back in the oh, 94 movie. Oh, wow. Opposite um, Sam Reed as Lestat, the vampire, who was played by Tom Cruise. That's big. It's kind of fun because Jacob Anderson, like, he kind of didn't have a lot of stuff after Game of Thrones. Then suddenly he got, like, Doctor Who role. Yeah. Now he's a lead in AMC vampire show. Good for him. Yeah, it's good for him because I was like, wow. I, I was like, why do I feel like I, I saw the tweet pop up? AMC tweeted it. And I was like, I just, we were just literally talking about him. I was like, oh, yeah, it's for Game of Thrones. Not Game of Thrones, for Doctor Who. Yeah. Because he's going to have that kind of long-ish role in this next uh, upcoming season. Yeah, so, the current thing. Yeah. But now, like, he's starring in his own show, which is really <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Go take him Anderson. So. I bet he, like, left to do music for a while. And he, he did. Yeah. He's a musician. But then, you know, it didn't, it didn't. You know. Acting's been kinder to him. I can never blame celebrities for doing the whole music switch because I was like, you know what? I like both mediums, too. Like, I'm not a music critic, but I do. I was like, I like going on, you know, like garage bands and mixing some beats and stuff like that. So I don't blame <laughs> them if they want to go and pursue their own music career. Oh, but no, no, completely. Like, but, you know, it's some the whole workout, thing. Some workout, yeah. Like, you know. How how much yeah. of a hobby is and how much of a career exactly, is Exactly. So. Like, so, sometimes you can do both. They're, like... Um, Jared Leto has like a successful yeah yeah thirty he? seconds to Mars yeah there you so go. it can happen it can happen sometimes there's a balance sometimes one wins out more but than no the it's other. cool yeah. that's a that's a big role and yeah. this is like and they're going hard on this they're going to try to make this into like a giant um, franchise thing and interview with the vampire is should could be interesting because mm-hmm. you know that's a very uh, sexy yeah. series 
these vampires Julie. are completely gay for each other. <laughs> he'd make Scott a good. Oh, oh man! He said he'd make a good vampire. Those eyes are so expressive. I, agree. I yeah, completely agree. So that's it's true. very smoldering. It's very melancholic. It's very we're a lot. We're undead, and we live forever, and we don't like it, and it's sad, and the the world is so kind of pulling us down. And it's just real horny. Like, just like, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of, um, like, in, in, this is Anne Rice. Anne Rice's stories are very charged. Mm. And they, they were like the first fan fiction, like, explosion back in the day. Because there were all this, like, homoerotic stuff happening. And just the, the, the tweens found it. And they found their first love. Like, you can trace modern fan fiction, wow. I think, back to Interview with the Vampire and Anne Rice's books in, like, the... 70s, 80s, early 90s. Wow. That's so awesome. good yeah. for Jacob Anderson. I will, I was going to probably watch it anyway out of curiosity, but mm-hmm. I will definitely watch it as a Game of Thrones devotee. Yay. <laughs> as we clap here. <laughs> okay. Love okay. That. What else is happening Shall in, we, in the oh, world of pop culture? Well, we've TV? got a message from our. <laughs> oh, we do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, <clears throat> before we move on, really quick, let me just take a moment to uh, speak to the men in the audience. And also to the women in the audience who know men who are in the audience or or not, just elsewhere. Um, winter has come, winter is gone. But summer is here right now, which can mean heat. It can mean visiting the beach. And it can mean sweat-related discomfort. To help with all of that, you will want the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. This package comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, which makes removing body hair easier than ever before thanks to its cutting-edge ceramic blade. It also has an LED spotlight, and it's waterproof. So if you're, you know, if you're showering, and the lights go out and showering in the dark, but you still need to take care of business, Manscaped has you covered. And that isn't the only product that uh, Manscaped offers. The Weed Whacker takes care of your pesky nose and ear hair, and the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant will spruce up your secret garden and make it fragrant, fresh, and passably lovely. Um, Do you want these fine products for yourself? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. Let's uh, get scaped. All right. Um, where were we? Well, creation. <laughs> taking it from the top with our first, our first story, <laughs> our second story now. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. First, I have to read some of these comments. Oh, you gosh. say your secret garden. I did, Stephanie. I've always thought it's a really funny metaphor <laughs> for a private area. I don't know. Am I alone? I think it's hilarious. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be asked about this. Okay. <laughs> Christian says, you've got to look Super Bowl. I watched just for the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy. So okay. happy to hear. Anyway, um, go on, Mia. What else you got? Well, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about today <laughs> um, was something very close to my heart, which is Marvel and Spider-Man, which is a No Way Home trailer that mm-hmm. just released like the other day. Um, After it released unofficially. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Did you see it when it leaked? I saw like the like the guy holding the phone that recording was, the TV screen. That was it. I think that was it. It was literally someone's editing software. Someone was recording the editing software. It was unedited, unrendered. Um, and then 
someone else recorded that and you're kind of like watching someone watch the unedited trailer it was a big jumbled mess but it gave away a lot of stuff anyway without having all the effects filled in because you could hear the audio and da 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 but I think maybe it's just best that we kind of take a peek at the trailer and yeah. then we can talk about it. It's a major real. Marvel movie. So we, let, let's watch the trailer for Spider Man No Way Home and then comment, see what we think about it. Oh, look at this. This is a good one. Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just like stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is in fact Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Steven. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. All right, we're back. This was too good not to comment over. Um, it's also pretty long, and I was like, here's the best. The best part is going to be coming up soon. Um, so here we have Doctor Strange. Uh, Spidey's coming to Doctor Strange for some help. Wong is exiting to a better movie, a.k.a. Shang-Chi. No. <laughs> yeah, and Spider-Man's like, hey, Doctor Strange, uh, change the universe. And he's like, yeah, sure, why not? Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people are saying it's a little uncharacteristic of Doctor Strange to you know, pull a spell where no one knows that he's Spider-Man and he resets kind of the whole universe. Um, so I'm curious to see how this plays out because it, to me, doesn't seem like something Doctor Strange would do. And I'm curious to hear what other people have to say. He's drunk. You think he's... <laughs> or wasn't there like an addiction story he had in the first movie? Am I making that up? Uh... I think Wasn't he had a, like raiding the pharmacy or something? No, he was kind of depressed about his hands. <laughs> it is weird that he would yeah, do that. Yeah, but um, I do, I, I do love these scenes though, as it's getting back to that whole, you know, it's this is very Doctor Strange as yes, the first it is. movie. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I, I do like the kind of creative, um, the visuals and like kind of the spiraling stuff. Yeah. Doctor Strange. So oh, we got Happy is back. And so obviously the big, the big gimmick is mm-hmm. okay. Uh, past Spider-Man villains from older movies, like the. From like the Sam Raimi ones from 2001, 2004, you know, Willem Dafoe was cited. We got Alfred Molina here mm-hmm. as Dr. Octopus. So, uh, worlds coming together. Yeah. And just nostalgia blast to the face. Coming this December. Ain't it great? <laughs> so, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about the, the whole movie. Um, there's a lot that I wasn't expecting, or as far as the story to go, was, you know, like, we were we were all kind of we know we're into this whole multiverse thing with we do. Loki and kind of WandaVision. Going very all in um, on the idea of a multiverse and lots of characters from different things crossing streams. Exactly. But I I wasn't expecting Doctor Strange to be one of the people to tamper with that. Because I thought this sure. we like we we kind of knew that Doc Ock was gonna come and um Green Goblin. Uh but I thought it was gonna be as a result of 
you know, everything that Sylvie did and Loki did. And, oh. um, you know. Oh, that would be too much to like ask <laughs> us to have watched but see, a Disney Plus TV show on a subscription to get what's happening here. I don't know. Well, th- these are the new waters that I think that Marvel is testing because it's like these all flow into one another for sure. Um, but they've never asked this of us before. So it's like now is, you know, the time I to do it. I think they'll get there, but they're not quite there yet. They, mm. they, they still want you to be able to come into a movie and sit down and watch without necessarily having to have seen everything else. That's there. But I mean, like in our lifetime, surely, but not quite yet. That's interesting. I wonder. Is my opinion on it. Yeah. Then I wonder some people were saying or I might have seen where it's like Doctor Strange was more easily able to cross the timelines because of the whole riff so it's kind of like even if you didn't see it oh, it's right, like right. it was there it just made it easier that so, makes more sense um yeah no toby Maguire, no andrew garfield in this trailer well, yeah because the, the rumor is that this movie is going to incorporate like old spider-man mm-hmm. Maguire, andrew garfield uh maybe kirsten dunst as mary jane who was also interviewed with a vampire when she was like seven she's a little Aww. girl in the vampire um connections um what do you think of the whole plot idea? What do you think of it? Um, mm-hmm. I'll just pose this question. Does it, uh, is, is it, is it a necessary thing? Wait, this story is going to be exciting or are they just kind of tugging on the nostalgia strings? Do you yeah. get them to come back in and say like, I love that movie when I was, you know, 12. <laughs> yeah. I'll get my youth back by watching Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what Kevin Feige wants. Um, you know, it's a little strange to me. I will say, like, the more the longer I think about it, the more I'm like, would this really happen? So, for instance, you know, people think that the whole thing is like um, Mysterio is accusing Spider-Man of, you know, well, he added him Moida. as Spider-Man, and now everyone thinks that he murdered Mysterio. Um, and now the, it's like all of New York, or almost the whole world is outraged because, you know, this one kid apparently murdered this guy. And like, but he's an Avenger. He saved you all in the battle with Thanos. I'm oh, like, does like none that of that matters. <laughs> Don't we live in a world today when if anybody has any bit of notoriety, they will have people who professionally hate them on Twitter. I guess. Sound off. I guess. It, that, that really tripped me up at first because maybe it's because of us and that, you know, kind of internal... Um, whatever you call it. We're like, yeah, well, we know he's a hero. What we know Britney he's a do, But just delight us for decades with her wonderful song stylings. Just got torn apart in the media. <sighs> yeah, leave Britney alone. I'm going to make them leave Peter Parker alone. Yeah. You know, with my mascara. Is <laughs> that Chris Crocker? That's a throwback. Yes, it was. Chris Crocker. <laughs> um, so I think it is a big, mm, I don't want to call it a nostalgia grab. We'll have to see how much sure, of that yeah. is in there in the end. But... I mean, yeah, as long as Tobey Maguire shows up and Andrew Garfield, I, I'm i like, you know, 99% sure that's at least a tiny part of it. Oh, they're 100% sure. <laughs> at least, I mean, don't tell anybody this, but I, um, there are some like images going around of Andrew yeah. Garfield. Like, yeah. Yeah. But you didn't hear from us. And if you know Disney, if you know John Disney, like, don't tell him that. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, the, the whole point is cameos and nostalgia. So I'm sure they did everything they could to get mm-hmm. everybody in there. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I do wonder how long they're going to push it. Like, are they going to... Because it's coming on December, which is, you know, really not that far away. Um, So I wonder if they're going to really try to save it up until the very end and do like a Luke Skywalker thing um, with the Mandalorian. Or at some point, will they have a tease? So, yeah. um, I'm interested. interested. Um, 
I do find myself kind of waning on Marvel superheroes a bit. You have me interested in Shang-Chi. I'm, yeah, I'm that one that. is unique. The Suicide Squad um, couldn't let me down, honestly, because it was so... Oh, Like, it tricked like me. Yeah. Like, they... No, it was good. Okay. Yes, I was expecting it to be, like, really good, because everyone was slobbering all over it. I think my expectations were low, 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 and then they were, you know, fairly decent, so I didn't have anything to say about that. But I was really surprised. Like, last week we talked about the Eternals, because they had that big mm. Entertainment Weekly drop. That was kind of cool. Um, and I was like, wait, I just saw Shang-Chi and I just screened it in theaters. And I'm like, but also what if is still coming out? And Ugh. it's really, they're really piling it on thick. And I'm like, again, I get it that, you know, pandemic and things have been pushed and rearranged and all that. But I'm like, wow, I, I do kind of feel as well that it's like, there's no, no time to, to breathe, nowhere to hide. And, and between that, we still have, I think at least Hawkeye, um, uh-huh. And that might be the last show of the year. So I have to go back, but back yeah. So I'm like, it's a yeah. lot. And I, I'm interested. And also, I mean, you know, December, who knows what the theater situation will be like. Yeah. Um, in terms of the coronavirus. Like, yeah. Whether it'll be safe to go back. Whether there'll be more back and forth about um, at least on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's inter- that is interesting because this is a joint thing between Sony and Disney. And I think Sony has, whatever they put out, if they put out anything, definitely I don't think it's been like streaming and in theaters. Probably more in theaters if they're going to push something out. So it's going to be up to Disney and Sony to work together and try to figure out their plan for the release schedule. And <laughs> we already know we pulled a fuss, you know, when they pulled Tom Holland out of the MCU. So... Hopefully they're working along better now, but yeah, we'll have to balance. see. Yeah. Stephanie says, old school, Toby stuff my favorite. Honestly, I will say this. I do like Tom Holland as Peter Parker. I I, mm-hmm. I, I think he is, he does fit the role really well. I like Tobey Maguire as it too. Yeah. I think I like Tom Holland a little better though. He, he does just kind of like a real perfect fit. Ooh, that's a good question. I think, yeah, Tom Holland is a good third. fit. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is definitely third for me. Tobey Maguire is definitely a nostalgia pick for me because um, it's like I love the movie. I watch the DVDs over and over and over, at least for the first cool. one and kind of the second one. Um, is he a good Spider-Man? Oh, I think <laughs> I think Tobey Maguire is a good he Spider-Man. A He's older, older yeah. than I think he was playing. That kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. But he was he definitely had like the affability. And like exactly. kind of the vulnerability yeah. to him. And I think he charmed a whole generation of people. So I think, hey, I think it's a good choice. So bring him back. And I'm... Oh. Remember when Macy Gray was in that first movie? Yeah. For some reason that stuck out in my mind. And then I had a vision of her like on the bridge throwing trash at the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do a... Maybe that can be our December Wick Club is just going through everything that was... Spider-Man or the Raimi saga, which is also interesting because Raimi is also doing, um, he's directing Into the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange 2. Yes, he is. So now he gets to take that character from that. It's all connected, isn't it? It's all connected. (laughs) Ta-da. Before we move on, we got a comment from uh, Matthew here about a Winter's Coming Jon Snow spinoff. Unless Jon Snow is proclaiming it, then I don't believe it. Maybe they should make a spinoff show with Jon going to the North. Probably the only way I would ever watch Game of Thrones content again. I mean, maybe Matthew. I doubt it, though. They're making House of the Dragon, but... <laughs> and they don't seem quite as um, on the spinoff train as, like, M- Marvel does. Yeah. I'm sure they'd like to be, but there are some forces at HBO that kind of hold that back a little bit. I'm fine with that. And um, I'm sorry, Matthew, that you are um, 
uh, disillusioned with Game of Thrones content. Aww. But you know, it happens. It happens to all of us. All right. And I'm Stephanie starting. says he's now older. It's not a bad thing. No, no, Stephanie. Yeah, he's older. I, I mean, like in the movies, he yeah, seemed yeah. older than like he a high was school playing. senior, yeah. high school freshman. Whereas Tom <laughs> Holland, college, like, he's yeah. in his 20s, but he just, he just looks like he's 15. Mm-hmm, he just mm-hmm. has one of those faces, I guess. Yeah. Um, and as Christian says, Tobey Maguire in the ice storm. Ooh, he was good in the ice storm. Fantastic Four reference at the beginning of that movie. I don't remember that, but that's a good movie. That's one of Ang Lee's um, mm. like pre-Brokeback Mountain ones. It's so good. Oh, okay. I think, so it was a good I think, one. I think pre-Crouching Tiger, too. It was good. Okay. Okay. Anyway, what else was on the agenda? Well, you know, you have been getting me more and more interested in Dune, oh, have I? Dan. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's the star-studded cast or just the it's fact that it's... A, a sci-fi movie or the fact that it's from you know blade runner 2049 director but i'm getting more and more interested in it and cool. recently the director has been talking a little bit more denis about villeneuve. yeah <laughs> is that denis villeneuve denis villeneuve he's mm. french canadian oui. and i heard that pronounced that way by a person in the know once and i'm going with it mm, oui, oui. so um so <laughs> new hasn't come out yet we know that it's coming out what um supposedly October 22nd or something like that. Yeah, I always, yeah. yeah that's right. um, and as we kind of, we, I think we do know that the movie is really just an adaptation of the first half of the first book. Yes. And it's up in the air about what's going to be happening with the second book. Well, the director, or like the second half of the second, or the, or the second right. The, the second half of the second book. Uh, he's, spoken out about that recently and i have a quote from him kind of just kind of you know it's like what's up with part two uh and he says they meaning i'm assuming warner brothers feel that it would need to be the first movie would need to have a really bad outcome at the box office to not have a dune part two because they love the movie <laughs> just that quote alone, I was like, ah, I'm sure Warner Brothers has said that about everything. They probably oh, yeah. said that about it's Justice like, League. They probably said that about Wonder Woman. I'll level with you, Variety. They hate it. <laughs> yeah. They told me that they don't want anymore. <laughs> um, so that that kind of caught my eye. But I'll read to you, um, or he said something else as well later on, talking about kind of adapting the rest of the book. So, you know, what if we were to adapt the second book? And that's apparently called... Dune Messiah. They called it... The Messiah uh, of Dune. They were wrong. So Dune Messiah, um, possibly adapting that. And he was like, we can even do, even do a whole trilogy of mm-hmm. movies yeah, out of work. like six books, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, how does this kind of differ from, mm-hmm. let's say, the MCU where they're kind of playing it kind of step by step and you've got the material Star Wars, where you've got the sequel trilogy, but you're really playing it. You've got nothing ahead of you. You can only just go based off what you've got in the script. And Warner Brothers, which is saying, we're going to take this step by step and we have the material, but we want to kind of wait and feel out the reaction first. It's very old fashioned. Um, it's it, it's like back in the day, like it's pre Lord of the Rings movie making. It's mm. Terminator does well. So it's like Terminator 2. It's like Alien did well. That's like Aliens. Like, that doesn't really happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, when you just make a movie, wait to see how it does, and then make another <laughs> one. That is an older form. Yeah. Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter sort of changed the game when they came around, and they just, like, they made Lord of the Rings back to back to back. They mm-hmm. knew it was going to make all of them, all three of the trilogy. 
And then Harry Potter, I mean, we all knew they were going to make all eight or seven. I'm sure they thought that, well, whatever. S- seven to eight, all the books. Right. And then that's evolved to now when someone like Marvel is planning like 20 movies at any given moment mm-hmm. of all these things. It's really old fashioned. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, to, especially with this. I mean, I'd be, I'd be cool. I, 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 I don't mind it. Like for a certain point, like if they just made the first Dune movie and then they wait to see how that did and then like, okay, let's make Dune Messiah. Mm-hmm. It's a little weirder when it's let's make the first half of a book. Right. And then wait to see how it goes and then make the second half. I mean, you might as well just make both halves if you're going to, otherwise it's not going to be complete. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I was kind of, I don't know if hesitant is the right word to say, but it, it is a I weird strategy. Yeah. To be like, okay, because you've got the material. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's not like, for example, Alien, which that's not adapted from anything, right? It's just, it's an original so. work. So Alien is a Richard movie. Richard wrong flesh of life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't believe so. Uh, yeah. Alien is an original movie f- and it tells one story from beginning to end, you know, following Ripley, Alien bursts out mm-hmm. of her stomach or whatever. And that's kind of, you know, that's that. And then they were like, oh, but what if we added more to the story? Or what if we made a Gremlins 2 and all the Gremlins <laughs> are crazy or something like that? Um, but... Compared to this movie, which I haven't, you know, haven't seen before, but I'm assuming it could possibly end off on a cliffhanger because if you're only going to adapt yeah. <laughs> the first half of a book, it's like, well, there's got to be more that you plan on telling. So you have to set it up to where you can anticipate other people seeing it unless for some reason they just end up creating a succinct story where it's told from beginning to end and you can. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. Like. Folk are going to come out there and say, like, the cast, like, oh, it's really a full movie. It won't be. They're, they're, yeah. There's just no way. Like, they say that because they're in it. And they're, wh- again, what are they going to say? This is an unfinished movie. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't, go, you, like, don't go see this if you want a complete story. You'll walk away mad. Like, no, they're going to sell you on it. Um, It's half a book. It's half yeah. of a good book. It's half of a very influential book. It's half of a very powerful book. I'm looking forward to seeing it. But it's it's strange. Um, I, I, I think it might say something about, like, where Warner Brothers is as a studio. Like, they... Mm-hmm just don't have the sort of flexibility that Disney and Marvel have. They don't have that infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're having to do things a different sort of way. And it worked with them for something like the Batman, like with Christian Bale, with those things, that worked out more or less. But this is a a new era, and they still haven't quite caught up, which can be good because, like, we, maybe we don't need 18 million cinematic universes all the time. Maybe it's going to do this. (laughs) But there's a time and a place for every strategy, and I, I think, like, they're doing like the wrong strategy for the wrong mm. time and place. Yeah. If I were them, I would at least have planned on maybe, I know it's a lot. It's probably going to be a long movie, but at least planning on yeah. kind of doing like infinity war where they already knew it was going to be split into two movies. So why not shoot everything back to back? And if you have to do reshoots for the second movie a little bit later, fine, but at least everything is there. The footage is there and you can release them, you know, one year and then the next year. Mm-hmm. And then if those two together happen to flop, then you know we're not going to do the sequel book. You know, we're not going to do Messiah. But still, you've got a complete story to where you're not letting the fans down. Because that could be another big, you know, what if people don't... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how audiences are going to react, which is kind of what Warner Brothers is and saying. I, I do plan to watch Dune. And um, some good comments here. Ray is saying that, yeah... Some, about the financial concerns with it, which yeah, it's an expensive movie. Yeah, 
I disagree with you, Ray, though. They are writing part two now, and they might expect to start filming, but it's not a guarantee. Like Villeneuve is saying, like it would, it, there's a chance it could not happen. Hopefully not, but it, it's just, even if they have plans in place, that we are not guaranteed to see another movie. And, you know, it could, I mean, if they're going purely on box office, the fact that it's, you know, pandemic uh, yeah. autumn could be a, a hit. But you'd think that they would, like, take into account HBO Max views. But um, we'll, we'll see. Right, yeah, because it is going to be half released on HBO Max. So I wonder, obviously it's not going to make the money that it could have made, let's say, if it were 2019. Um, it could, man, no, because HBO Max is in charge for their movies like Disney do does. Not. So I wonder. They can see the views, though. Yeah, they can. They can. So I think that'll have a little bit of something to do with it. You know, I don't run these studios, so I can't go and tell them to make, you know, the decisions or how to spend their budget. But, you know, just kind of from an overall perspective, I would have been like, how can we do it where we're going to make sure we've got the two movies and then we'll figure it out if we want to do the rest. Complicated things are much more expensive than they used to be. Movies in general are huge. That cast and huge salaries. It's film like it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only imagine a filming schedule. As for Tobin Maguire being uh, radioactive in Hollywood because he's a total D-bag on Molly's game, that I do not know. Oh, no. I'll have to go look that up. <laughs> I will say he, he did kind of disappear a bit from the scene, didn't he? He was playing all those uh, poker games, apparently. My brother was telling me he's like really good at poker or something. Good for him. So, <laughs> I've never seen Molly's game. Apparently he is on the set of a new movie, too. Toby Maguire. Um, I think Entertainment Tonight was like, see Toby Maguire on the set of his first movie after, you know, whatever movie he was in last. Like, sure. His, you know, his first movie. Which is was not Spider-Man. It was a completely different Something movie. Something happened. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and um, maybe I'll go Google some old Inquirer articles later to find out about it. <laughs> yeah. Our, our final story before we get to the lightning round um, is a pretty is also some cool stuff today. Um Speaking of reviving early 2000s era movie franchises, um, yesterday at CinemaCon, which I'm guessing is what it sounds like, uh, Warner Brothers, speaking of Dune, mm-hmm. all connected, showed off a trailer that is not out there, but people saw for the next Matrix movie, The Matrix 4, which we have a title for now, The Matrix mm-hmm. Resurrections. Makes sense. It has been, I think, 2003 was the last one, Revolution, so... Oh that goodness. is a whoa. Does that seem like too long? That's eighteen years ago. <laughs> Why well, that? That it was like yesterday for me. Even was though I'm, it? I've never seen it though, so maybe that's why I'm like, yeah, it just came out yesterday. My apologies. I will eventually see all of these movies. I just happen to because it's so ingrained in pop culture that you you know you, it is. You it can't is not things. know about the Matrix. The Matrix is one of those movies that I feel like like the cult of the Matrix kind of went down after a while. Like, people don't still think it's like, whoa, mind-blowing. Yeah. But, like, the visual language it introduced is so suffused in movies that you don't even know it's there anymore. Yeah. Like, the slow-mo stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, seen as Zack Snyder movie lately. Or um, <laughs> just kind of, like, the the style. Like, even, like, the sartorial and the costume choices they made. Like, it's all very much just part of Hollywood DNA now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's coming back. The Matrix, they're making a new one, The Matrix 4, Resurrections. And I did want to go over briefly because there's an interesting wrinkle in the plot. So they described the plot. Uh, please cover yours if you don't want to hear spoilers. <laughs> so it sounds so it's got Keanu Reeves back as Neo, who is like kind of the chosen one. He starts out, he's in a a real world, and then it discovers a digital simulation, and he breaks out, he's the hero, whatever. 
Carrie Ann Moss's uh, Trinity, who is, I mean, let, let's face it, the female lead. <laughs> that is her role. <laughs> so they're both back. And I guess they're both back in a simulation of some kind. We don't know the details. The interesting bit to me was mm-hmm. that the original thing had a, it was a, it was a trio. It was Keanu Reeves as Neo, Carrie Moss as Trinity. And then it was Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus. It right. was kind of like the... The Gandalf, the 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 Merlin, the the Obi Wan, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the mentor character. Okay, he's not coming back, but there is a younger version of him apparently who's in the movie. They didn't say. I'm guessing it's oh, the guy from Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, Abdul yeah, Mateen, yeah. Um, they didn't name it, but that's what I'm guessing. Um, Possibly, and that's interesting because so so you're bringing Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss back 18 years on. And you have Lawrence Fishburne's character in it, yeah. but you don't bring back Lawrence Fishburne. I, I don't know what to make of that. Yeah, I was looking at Entertainment Weekly. I was trying to pull this up while because everyone is covering this, obviously. They didn't necessarily say he was Morpheus. And it's kind of like you're going because you haven't seen the footage. You're going based off of all these other people's perspectives. So it's really like second and then it becomes third hand knowledge. Um, they say what they heard was that... Yeah, yeah, right. Um, it just says he fights with Keanu, leading to an angry explosion. So it's like... <laughs> he'll unleash yeah. his one power yeah. and fly, and he'll do something like that. <laughs> so, but no, it does sound like an interesting premise just because what's going on, you've kind of reset Neo, and now I guess you're trying to figure out why is he reset. Like I had read there at the beginning of the trailer, he is, and again, these are semi-spoilers, his therapist is like Neil Patrick Harris and he's like, you know, what's going on with my life? Am I crazy? And I kind of like the mind-bending part of it. Matrix is always a mind-bending movie. Yes. So now... I mean, that is the same gimmick though. Like the whole gimmick in the first movie was he's, you know, you're living your life and you know something's wrong. Something's (laughs) off. And then you were the special one who just was so (laughs) tapped in that you realized it was all a simulation mm-hmm. and that really you are a superhero chosen one who can break the matrix and free people. Like, you know, it, it, it very much tapped into that, like kind of like what you feel when you're like a teenager, like no one understands me. The mm-hmm. world, the world's screwed up, man. Something's wrong. No one who notices it. Like it, it definitely plays into that little fantasy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so far it sounds like kind of, going back to you know the root go, go, go back to your roots and try it again yeah yeah i think it's that but i will i i do think the whole mystery of why is Except has this yeah that too but like why has this reset in the first place um unless they just happen to tell you i hate when that kind of happens where you're like oh i wonder how this is going to happen in the movie and then they tell you like right out the gate in the first couple of minutes and you're like oh okay um so it could be an interesting setup if we're trying to figure out why in the first place is neo back and why does he need to be reset? Why does he need to be given the red pill again? Um, Take the red pill. <laughs> Which has since become like a, 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 a flashpoint for like, um, like just something you say. Yeah. Like a yeah. saying, like an affirmation. Yeah, like a wake up sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. take the red pill. Get woke. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this could be a fun movie obviously Keanu Reeves oh, sure. is still he's coming back he had a little oh the Keanu moment the momentum is building again um I'm almost I was wondering though what if they had done like a son of Neo or or movie like that, <laughs> like that son of Neo yeah 
<laughs> like, could they have pulled that off? And st- I think that would have been like a straight to DVD movie. Like, I'm the son of Neo and let me not even think. Son of blank is a really hard title to pull off. Yeah. Because it does have these like kind of B movie yeah. uh, associations. You're like, where is Keanu Reeves? So that's awesome that he's back. And, um, you know, everyone except Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, which I was going to say. Does that mean Lawrence Fishburne it's is curious. too good for the Matrix? Because he's been doing these other. He said big... he hasn't been asked. Mm, now that's fascinating too. I'm like, because he's been an Ant Man, you know, big role in Ant Man two. He's been in uh, DC Universe as well. He's All plenty these, bigger yeah. than invited back. If Carrie Ann Moss be invited back, and she's and she's good too. I like Carrie yeah. Ann Moss, like Lawrence Fishburne. She can put something invited back. It's it's interesting, and I don't know the story behind it. Yeah. So if it is like a younger Morpheus, and it's like, ooh, what's the mystery behind that? Why is he younger? <laughs> All right, but yes, good stuff. And we have another, another great comment from um, Dune superfan Ray, who has read the books, you say, 20 plus times? Oh, my goodness. I have read them twice. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, 30 plus times. Damn. That was impressive. I've read it twice, and it was a lot. I liked it almost a second time. Um, and I agree with you, Ray. Yeah, I mean, Denny did sign on to do it, if he can do two. And they're laying the groundwork, definitely. They're making a TV show, doing the sisterhood. At the same time, the fact that they haven't committed, it's just a little odd for this point in time when kind of people go into franchises already armed to the teeth what they're going to do about it. But yes, I'd be surprised if they didn't do it. But the po- the fact that there's a possibility at all is just odd. It's mm-hmm. just it's not um, what you would expect from a studio launching a major franchise. I hope it'll come. I expect. I. I I'm sure. And then again, and, and and then the coronavirus throws a wrench into it because if it really is dependent on box office yeah. and box offices, you know, depressed because of the situation, mm-hmm. it's it's just a weird, risky place. Yeah. Yeah. We've been seeing still it's like that first week you get that first week box office high and then the second week, like I think Paw Patrol beat out like Hugh Jackman's movie this week or something like that. That looked terrible. The Hugh Jackman movie. Oh, really? Oh. I have to see the full trailer. It looked Interest. It piqued my interest, but if you say it's terrible, I might have to read it. I didn't watch it. I just had a lot of alarm bells go off. It's by the Westworld people, and it kind of looked like it. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I was so I mean, like Westworld season three people. Ah, okay, okay. Well, maybe I'll go see Paw Patrol instead. <laughs> <laughs> or Shang-Chi again. Yeah. Um, I do want to see Free Guy, though. I keep wanting to see that. Looks, that. that looks cute. That looks fun. Yeah. Um, but Okay. All right, are we ready for our final segment? I think so. All right, everybody. Okay, next up, grab your umbrellas because it's the WIC News lightning round. <laughs> Where we go through uh, a bunch of news stories that we didn't have time to do in the main uh, show and just give our 20-second reactions to them to give you all the news you need and to play a little game. Can we can we make it on 20 seconds? We're going to find we out. I'll see. All right, Dan, we're going to start off with you. Okay. And I hope you can explain this one in 20 seconds as well. So officials have assigned blame after Amazon's Lord of the Rings show left New Zealand. What's going on? New Zealand associated with Lord of the Rings for decades now. Amazon making a giant expensive show, Lord of the Rings show in New Zealand. They left. And just it, it, it's just New Zealand officials are like kind of. You know, it's because you didn't court them well enough. No, it's because the comp- the country isn't, isn't welcome enough to, to asset investors. It's like kind of like a, a back and forth. And it's just so complicated because New Zealand has. 
Stay tuned for Dan. One and a half. <laughs> Warner Brothers didn't order uh, part two of your response. <laughs> we wrote a good article about it over on Wick. It is an interesting topic, but that's the rules. Okay. Um, Mia, Elizabeth Olsen supports Scarlett Johansson's lawsuit against Disney. Yeah. Um, this one seems like a, yeah, why wouldn't she sort of thing. She was also kind of not on the spot. I think it was a roundtable interview. So she was just like, yeah, I read about it. Good for Scarlett. Yeah. Um, but... I think Elizabeth Olsen also had her own concerns about COVID and going to movie theater. Mm-hmm. So she seems like she's on the right track. I honestly probably would have said the same thing too about Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Like you don't want, and I don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. This is just a preview for if you go see Dune and there's not a part two, this is what it's going to feel like. <laughs> Take note. And the murderer was. Oh. Okay, Dan. Um, Attack on Titan sets a January return date for the final episode. Attack on Titan is a anime series that has gotten a huge fan base over the past few years. Giants eat people. Really, really good. Kind of like scary in a new sort of way, but also pretty involved and lots of good characters. I'm looking forward to it a lot. It's going to end. The comic is over. The anime is going to be over. And it's not going to be that long. It's going to be really, really good. Looking forward to it a lot. January. Be there. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. (laughs) All right. Um, Filming on... The Star Wars Andor series for Disney Plus has reportedly wrapped. Yeah, this is exciting because 2022 is going to be packed with Star Wars shows. We've got Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yay. we've got Andor, we've got The Mandalorian. So it's nice to see. I'm assuming this one will come out earlier in 2020 and then later The Mandalorian because mm-hmm. they haven't yet started filming. So yeah, I am excited to see Diego Luna. Hopefully we get a trailer coming up soon and it should be an exciting new Star Wars series. This one is fun. (laughs) So The Witcher season two, Dan, will have to be great to get a season three. This is another kind of Dune thing where they're like going without making it. Although this I call complete bull beep on. Okay. So The Witcher is a hit for Netflix. They're doing it. And they're saying like, we don't know if we're going to have season three. It's going to have to really, really well. Like, give me a break. Like you're already making like a, you made a Witcher spinoff show. You made a Witcher animated series. I think they're bull peeping us that for there. I think they're already, I think they're season three. I think it'll be fine. Mm. It's it's much much le- less expensive than do. Sorry. <laughs> hey, sorry. that was time. <laughs> That's the rules. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, lives. Um, Mia Whoopi Goldberg says she still wants to play the Doctor in Doctor Who. Um. Yeah. This was interesting to see. As we know, the Doctor's always we ha- we do have female Doctors now, so you can't be that. But mm-hmm. considering Whoopi Goldberg is American, it's still kind of like eh, it's not really going to happen. But I think there is a way because Doctor the Doctor has all these different lives now that she doesn't know about because she's got amnesia Ooh. and all these separate things. So they could sneak that in there. Now we can have like a million different people play. That's it. a good point. That's a really good point. Okay, um, so this is for the show Dexter. Um, Showtime's uh, president of entertainment said they admitted they didn't do the show justice. I think this was with the finale. Yeah, the series finale Dexter was hated at the level that wasn't surpassed until Game of Thrones series finale, pretty much. Um, People hate that thing. And it's coming back, they're doing a new Dexter show on Showtime. I think this is like a, a combination of no, we didn't, like, and they all know that. But also, we want some eyeballs on Showtime uh, again. Come back and watch Showtime. So they're reviving it because it, it, it was quite the biggest hit. <laughs> that was basically it. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, finally, uh, Sony has rebranded its sort of universe of non-Marvel characters like Venom and Morbius, people like that, 
as Sony's Spider-Man universe. What do you think of that? Yeah, I I mean, they've been trying to come up with a name for this before. Does it indicate that, you know, eventually all of these properties will cross over? There can be. It's going to have to be a really, really huge merging. But I'm still in favor of Sony kind of just doing their own thing with Venom and with Mobius and all those more, whichever one, and doing it kind of independently until they can find their fitting with the MCU. Whew. I think it did pretty well. I'll also, I'll also say that um, I guess we're going to add just a really quick discussion, which mentioned it, that Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri in Black Panther, was hospitalized for minor injuries On this. while filming, like during a, during a, during a stunt. And she's apparently fine. It was like, you know, injuries happen. Yeah. Um, nothing really to say about that. Yeah. But we wish her the best. Wish her the best, yeah. And some comments before we wrap up. There's some good ones here. As Christian says, first movie back after COVID was Paw Patrol. You have a four-year-old. That's the thing about, like, kids. When they get old enough, I look forward to that. When they're, like, old enough to, I can take them to, like, art films and, like, expand their mind. But, yeah. Yeah, those, like, first bunch of years, you're going to be watching a bunch of Paw Patrol and playing, which is fine. I would like to see Paw Patrol. It looks funny, man. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) The difference between me and Dan is apparent. Uh, And No, no. I mean, I'll do it with my kid, obviously, but... Yeah. Listen, I don't want to see an art house film. That sounds like that sounds like a disaster. I'd be falling asleep and everything. But Ray Dan says... Mia, <laughs> just, that's what you need to get, because you never know what's going to... We're so different. <laughs> different, but the same. Chemistry is amazing. All right. Um, and as Ray said, Freak Guy's a lot of fun. Yeah. Those are pretty fun. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I love Ryan Reynolds and some good energy. Maybe, oh yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool also has to cross over into the MCU. They got to pull right. that off somehow. Aye, aye, aye. Those whiteboards, man. The Kevin Feige whiteboards. Just all the <laughs> yeah. huge things written on them. Very complicated, very fun. Anyway, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, we're here every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the Winner is Coming Facebook page and the Winner is Coming YouTube channel. We talk about this kind of stuff every week. Um, we hope to see you back here next week at that time. Goodbye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. 